with science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck off and die. Did she, te- did she text you back? Yeah, she's fine. She's heading home now. Okay, so she didn't get murdered. No, yeah. I mean, she's either a pod person and is coming back. <laughs> you know. God, what if she was a pod Show person? Me. Oh man, I mean, we're all pod people, dude. Do we truly know who who, who we are? I mean, I, I wake I wake up really feeling like a, a pod person every other day, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Do we, can you truly you you can't truly know everybody's fucking deepest secrets? <laughs> it's <laughs> impossible. We don't even know our own secrets. I don't dude. even know who I am anymore. Um, you know, this movie could have used more but, of pod people. <laughs> it really, yeah, yeah. If there was just one pod person in this, I think that the Nazis would understand. You each know other. what? You can't actively prove that someone isn't a pod person. So honestly, any That's movie true. you watch, you can just make the assumption that like that guy's a fucking pod That's a pod. person. That's a connected pod universe. <laughs> it is, yeah, dude. It all goes back to uh, <laughs> whatever the invasion. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> invasion, uh, baby. God help us. This is the Cult of Settlement Knowledge <laughs> podcast. Uh, that's Jordan, or is it? And I'm Levi I over know, here. Right? I don't even we're, we're, know. Now, now we truly are confusing people because this is like, <laughs> like they know what they clicked on, but I, I'm sure they're like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" They're like, "Oh, this shouldn't have been my first episode." <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope it was your first episode. I Welcome. do too. If it is, I'm, great. I'm drinking. I'm drinking a dude. You should make a cocktail called the Blue Ruin. That would be really oh, cool. Oh yeah, I Whoa. should actually. That sounds fun. Yeah, really cool. Um. So you might be wondering, Blue Ruin, that was a fun reference to (laughs) the filmmaker's previous movie of this movie, uh, which we were watching. Green Room is what we're watching today. Blue Ruin was his previous. Jeremy Solnair. (laughs) Good guy. Hey. Good guy. You know know you're saying his name completely incorrect? Nope. And today. That's correct. Today. Today. Folks out there, fine, fine vocals. Solnier, right? Out. Nope. Everybody out there in the world, everybody out there in the world, in podcast land, listen to me right now when I tell you how to pronounce his goddamn name. You pronounce it Sonye. That's what I said. Sonye. Sonye? Sonye. Sonye. Yeah, because what what is he? uh, S-O-N-A-Y-A. Is he like like phonetic, like French French Canadian or something? It must be. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know, dude. No, but it like, it blew my mind because he was in an interview and they were like, they're like, oh, here we are with Jimmy, uh, Jeremy Sonye. And I was like, well, there's no L in that. <laughs> that L's but, silent, fucker. Um, I'm really but, sad. You know what isn't silent, though? My my beating heart from all the, the intensity of <laughs> Green Room. Uh, it's true. My, uh, this, this movie, movie doesn't fail to get me pumped up every single time. Cause every, I, I, every time. How many uh, how many times you watched it? And then I'll, I got a synopsis for everyone. So. I've uh, this this would be my third time, so not okay. not too many. But but still, though, I, I mean, did we did we see this together in theaters? Because no. I saw this in theaters, but I went and saw it. I might have saw because this is one of the few movies I saw in theaters twice. But I actually went oh, okay. and saw this with Mary, and I remember being kind of excited for two reasons. Uh, I'd seen Blue Ruin and I liked it, but I saw the poster, 
and I saw the R rating on it, and the R rating is like brutal, graphic, intense <laughs> violence, and we're like, oh shit, that brutal, graphic, <laughs> intense violence. They had to use three <laughs> fucking adjectives to describe the violence <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, official baby. MPA rating. Uh, let's see about that. And so me and Mary were I, laughing about it. And we went in and we're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Mission when accomplished. That movie, when that movie ended, I was like, I was like, that was, it's not, uh, that's brutal. the thing. It's not like a gore but, fest. It's not like a saw or no. something, but it is. Well, no, right. We'll, we'll get there here. Horrifically the folks, violent. Tell the fine folks what they're, what they're in for, what right. they, what they All should right. be visualizing so, as we so discuss. So green room, this is the synopsis that I wrote for green room. So hopefully it's worth the fuck. Let's see. Uh, so the Ain't Rights, a gritty punk band on a DIY tour of the Pacific Northwest, end up playing a last-minute show at an isolated Nazi bar in the woods. Things are tense as they clearly don't belong there, but they manage to get by and almost are off down the road $350 richer. That is, until last minute, Pat the Bassist, played by the late Anton Yelchin, heads back into the titular green room for a phone and right into a murder scene. They are quickly secured in the room by the venue's organized staff of Nazis. They get the upper hand on one guy and are trapped in the room in a standoff. Darcy, the organization's leader, played by Patrick Stewart, assembles a plot to murder the band and cover everything up, but tries to negotiate them into surrendering. Things quickly get out of hand, resulting in maiming and death. Soon, still trapped, they find they are sitting on top of a literal heroin lab, so the extreme hostility makes even more sense. Pat is injured badly and they try to escape, just for most of the band to be killed by dogs and psychos wielding knives and machetes. Uh, Pat explains to Amber, the girl, the punk girl whose friend got murdered, played by Amujan Poots, uh, that the only choice they have of surviving these highly organized killers is not to outwit them, but to go full jackass by being unpredictable and strange in hopes of throwing them off their guard. It works, and they are able to kill two of the Nazi fuckboys. They get another to surrender and walk out of there, the rest of the gang having left up the road, setting up another crime scene. The one Nazi that flips sides goes for help while Pat and Amber walk to the adjacent compound to find Darcy and company, setting up a scene so it looks like the band was trespassing and got killed by the wildly vicious and trained dogs. A shootout ensues, and by sheer luck, they kill the remaining Nazis and are left injured and exhausted waiting for the cops to come. Pat is decisive for once and figures out his Desert Island band, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> Damn, that's such a good way to end this movie. <laughs> this, like, this movie, for me, is just firing all cylinders. I loved it I from we, when I saw it, but every time I watch it, I'm just like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I think uh, I got two, I have two quick um, comments and corrections. Uh, the first correction is, Technically, this isn't a twenty-four hour movie, but don't don't at us. We, yeah, it is. We accidentally no, they no like like hours elapse, like at least thirty-six to like forty-eight hours. A guaranteed forty-eight hours elapsed during this. Uh, first of all, but so what? That's fine. Second of all, I don't no, no clearly I don't care uh, because they <laughs> they wake up in the morning, they go uh-huh. meet with Tad. Oh, you're right. You're right, and then it sl- yeah. smash cuts with the record player, so, and that's the next day. Well, so, so what? Technically, the first five minutes are a day, and no, then the rest our, of the movie I know. is another day. <laughs> hey, don't get no, the, right. like the inciting incident gets them to the bar, and that's the that's the day. Like that's the whole day. Well, is because he's like, I got a gig for you, but f- they have to drive to the gig, and it's like midday. Anyways, it doesn't matter. From when they I just wake to say up that's- at Tad's to yeah. when the they their <laughs> shit plays on the radio the next day. 
that's yeah 95 right 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 and that's yeah and that's great too and i'm i'm totally just being like i'm being a snot because it's like it's just funny that our our you theme of the month our jar genre our, uh, whatever genre essentially of the month is 24 hour movies and this kind of breaks the rules a little bit but it's also like this is a self-contained it you know it it's like the intensity takes place in one day and that's it's amazing. It's beautiful, dude. I love how self-contained this movie is. And I think what's great about all three of the movies that we've watched this month for 24-hour films, they're like, they're tight. The scripts are just lean, and they fucking, they get in, they get out. They're not long movies, and they're they're all like an hour and a half, right? What, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, like, I, maybe, they're all under, they're all under 100 un, minutes, like, easy, for sure. R- they're all right, like 90 right? to 100 90. minutes, pretty much. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, do the right thing. I think might be the longest one. Yeah, maybe. probably, but, but, but barely but running. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's just like that's what's so sick about these is how I love mean it. They that's are, that's kind of why part of the reason I was liking picking this genre is ca- or this category is for that tightness because there's something about having to write some something that's just like takes place, you know, almost in real time. That right, right, allow- exactly. that like, is like perfect for film it's the constant rising action the dramatic tension remains because it's nine times out of ten it's people in a shitty situation where shit's popping off uh right which is it's interesting we haven't done any horror movies because i feel like that's what mostly fits under this category it's like slashers or something where i'm like i'm trapped in a cabin gonna get murdered Uh, you know what i mean it takes place over one night this is like a it's like that like a siege film is kind of the I know this will I think style. we'll talk about it this, a little this bit. This kind of sits in like intense thriller, right? It's not even necessarily horror. Right? <clears throat> a lot of people categorize it as horror, but this is a movie where it's like categorizations are sort of dumb because I watched it on HBO, and the the uh, genre on HBO says horror slasher is what it says on the genre, and I'm like, yeah, this Weird. this is a this is a thriller. But this goes back to the age-old, like, where does the line between thriller and horror end? Like, thriller is the gray area between drama and horror. It's like, I think to be a thriller, it's like, you know, horror elements, many horror elements that are grounded in reality and taken seriously. You know, you can't have a campy thriller, you know what I mean? I feel like. I mean, I guess you can, but it's it's a lot harder. (laughs) I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm sure they exist, but still. Probably like Hot Fuzz is close to a campy thriller. Yeah, but, but that's, that's like, like more of like an that's action. More action. Yeah, but it, but that's the thing. The with, thriller, with some like violence. Yeah, the thriller yeah. comes from kind of the horror right. elements of like the cult right. of the town, right? Right, uh, exactly, exactly. And so like the this, horrific murder. Film, so, well, in this film, like we like we mentioned, there is gratuitous violence, but it's so. I mean, that's what that's what Sonia loves to do is fucking sit in like pure reality. Where it's like it like he wants you to like see the violence and then feel it in your bones. Like there's like well, cringe. It's super to, like how real the violence is. And then but then it's also a movie, so he loves like huge prosthetics and like actually yeah. doing like, you know, makeup work. Like he you know, he loves he loves the performance to play and the like actual dedication to the craft yeah creating that violence like that's definitely what the, like, this movie's arm, been dude. sort of Ooh. known. Yeah, this movie's been sort of known for <laughs> and his other movies. Is like not only yeah. just the super realistic violence, but like I think what really sells it is this really smart editing around the violence. You know what I mean? That really yeah. makes it be like it is a crescendo to the violence, and then it's like a just enough of it that you get a glimpse, and it's like you look away just in time as it cuts. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Every yeah, every time it's something horrific, and I always cringe at the first like when it at really the, pops at off. The arm, dude, the that, arm okay. followed immediately yeah. by the fucking the box cutter. No, I know, so I feel really bad. Sorry, Victoria. I, <laughs> I was wondering, with her, yeah. and I like well, no. So the thing is, I remembered all the I remembered all the deaths except that one. The I was box like, cutter. I remember yeah. like I remember him getting stabbed. I remember the dog eating in the throat. I remember the arm getting cut off. And if you haven't seen this movie, spoilers slash. Like, go see this movie, but if you're squeamish at all, don't. It is so, it's so real that it, like, it makes you, wow. like, it makes me so nervous because it the feels so The performances, man. Anton <laughs> Yelchin is just sobbing so and in pain. Like, yeah. it sounds so brutal. He's just like, please yeah. stop, stop, stop. And yeah. just slicing yeah, yeah, his yeah, arm yeah. to And, bits. like, him trying to pull back. Like, it, oh, my God. <laughs> it's super intense. Anyways, so it's, and it's, it, like, it sucks because it's, like, watching a zombie movie, it's almost, like, comical. You know, and like, it's like, it's like you, I enjoy the prosthetics, but I like, I know fully this is a prosthetic and that's like fake blood and they're eating like either fake meat or, you know, or whatever. Sometimes raw, real meat. And like, it just, you know that like, oh, this is shock value and grotesque. And in this, it's just so realistic that it really will get under your skin. But the box cutter scene, I'm so sorry. It comes out of it. That's one of the fastest cuts that it I totally does. forgot about. It does. It and when, and you and don't really brutal. expect it either. <laughs> it's brutal. Like I do. I love, I love that character. Like I love how fucking like brutal she is too. Oh, she's, she's so cool. I, I wish I was. Like, <laughs> I know dude. Amber. The character and, and, is such and, a fucking badass. She has some of the best her parts. Real, yeah. Amber, Amber's dope. And that editing around that, like is really smart. Like I was watching an interview, um, with Jeremy and he was talking about uh like blocking her and then they actually like the cinematographer shot around her a lot of the a lot of the time and the only time that she like finally gets like introduced into the group is like her first close up and like that's you know she does like, so she does not, very wallflower totally uh-huh for like yeah, a lot totally, of it cuz yeah, it's the band totally the and then it's just like they they smooth her into the group when she it's when they, she lights the it's like when she lights the lighter mm-hmm. and they get that, like, that's her, like, that's her, like, calm down, you know, she lights the cigarette. Yeah, that's so, and that's so sick. The that's cherry does cool, anything like, you don't like. Shoot. Don't like <laughs> shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, and she like, oh my God, it's the, the like greatest name in the world. I don't even know how to say it. Im- Imogen Poots. Is that I, what it is? I don't. That's yeah. That's what it, I said, but I don't know. <laughs> Imogen Poots. It's, I, it's it's so a na- wonderful name. So so I don't know, man. Like, I know, dude. It's Sonia. It's Sonia. Okay, Jeremy Sonia. Pretend like I'm I, saying Sonia, but like with a I racist took, accent. Kind of sure. I said I had to say Sonia like 50 times before we started this because I was like, that's like not at all it's like it's like fucking cillian or killian i don't know which one yeah is which. i don't know anymore i don't know <laughs> but uh so what going back to theaters though yeah. what was yeah. your first impressions of this movie though like well, after you watched it were you like oh i, I mean I, blown, did you love like, it did you i didn't know i at least okay so i don't remember if i knew patrick stewart was in this so because i like i have a memory of seeing it in theaters and being like oh shit like patrick stewart is the is like the head the head white supremacist he's like he is the bad guy in this and i didn't expect him and like i if i knew he was in this movie i did not expect him to be the main villain and yeah it but it blew my like it blew my (laughs) socks off dude i like i mean a i'm not like i don't really know patrick stewart all that well i mean i knew him as as professor x and as picard 
And so, like, well, I know him, like, are, also, yeah, from those, but, like, out, he's just, like, a celebrity personality, mm-hmm. too. Him and, like, Ian McKellen, oh, oh, like, right, right. they... And, and they're, like, super friendly, super wholesome. nice, like, wholesome men. Wholesome as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So him taking this role on, and uh, you know what? I need to see Patrick Stewart pro- on stage performances more. Like, I need, you know... Yeah, I've, like, heard, the, I've up, heard those need, are I, good. Right. I want to look that up, because it's, like, it's like I, I kind of forgot that, like that he does theater and so that's where that's like a lot of his presence yeah and so when he in, a, in an interview for this movie he said it was like one of his favorite it, a the script the script blew him away and he requested to be in this movie oh he really got himself he got himself in this movie and jeremy jeremy sonier was like he like didn't he didn't think of patrick stewart at all that's amazing because like, yeah and then his patrick name was like, definitely helped sell this movie because he was well, he's definitely the biggest name attached you know yeah, right, right, right. Of course, he was. Yeah, he was big I mean, this movie flopped, or at least not flopped. Yeah, I mean, this movie, it's it's this a movie. Was, it's in it was small already little indie. indie. Yeah, yeah, it was already <laughs> an indie picture, so it did it did indie performance, you yeah, know, necessarily as expected. Uh, it was early before A twenty four was the juggernaut, fucking exactly. best picture juggernaut it is now. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, this came out a couple like years later or six years with later, Moonlight yeah. winning best picture and everything. Like that's when they uh-huh. really kind of stepped it up to the next level, you know? Right. Uh, but, it's funny. but anyway, so Patrick Stewart wanted to be in this, and he he got there ten days before production, like before they started. Really? They were already they were all ready to shoot, and he got there like ten were the, days. The rest of the crew's just like when, when he's just like through the door. I mean, they actually don't interact with him that much, so they might not have seen him on Did set you too know, much. <laughs> I've got some more. I gotta like I need to get like uh, glasses or something, put them up when I'm like. Did you know that Patrick Stewart actually was on camera and did perform? those scenes with the door they actually acted together while they were doing the scene inside the green room oh, good he was doing he was doing the exact same scene outside the door and they were they were gonna cut between them and he patrick stewart was gonna get more screen time so it's not it's not a i thought i thought it was like a restriction on patrick stewart's time yeah you his know, shoot, thought, he's thought, so famous he can show schedule. up they shoot him in a hallway uh-huh and then right. doing some shit outside yeah, only need, honestly, on him. <laughs> for for how much yeah for how much he's in the movie they only needed him for like a week and so it's like you would think they would just shoot around him and just do his voiceover later but he but anyways, was he was committed he, he was then, there. Huh? and they yeah exactly i love that, I love that. Character that gives and, me way more like, res- like i already respect oh, him plenty but like it gives me a lot of respect but, for yeah man. no tell me about it I, and like and out there in the world thriller, there is a cut you know? <laughs> there there's like on a on a fucking hard drive sitting in some back lot there's uh, there's like footage of Patrick Stewart doing like could you could edit together that scene where they're both on screen, but he wanted to give the band more more like, you know, uh, right? Because it is it, it does kind of give him the band's. The he's not like you know, super menacing in his presence, like he kind of is with how yeah. he commands a room and right, like or, commands everyone around him, like they just fall in step, like immediately oh, yeah, do he, not he question. Can, he can orchestrate but like everybody his, so cleanly. His character's a great written villain just because it's like he is just organized. Like he's just yeah. extremely organized and he loses his temper the one well, time at the beginning when he shows up. Yeah, uh, when he, when he and then, the, and then yeah. he's just like, all right, let's deal with the fucking consequences, move past it, ba ba bomb, ba ba bomb, and then it happens. Well and that's what's so cool. Like it just it gives like he has such like Underlying cynicism, or yeah. uh, sinister, yeah, you know, yeah, like capabilities, sinister vibe, and just totally like it's it's simmering. It was, and I'm like, you are waiting for him to be violent, and I love that he never is, and it's so cool. I mean, he, I mean, he's clearly he's super violent, but he makes other people do it. It's and funny. That's what's great about his ending too, right? Yeah, exactly. He tries. So good. Uh, yeah. It's funny that uh, 
year was like, oh my God, Patrick Stewart. I, I knew he was in it, but I was like, whatever. But the one that surprised me most that I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's Charlie Bartlett and the chick from Arrested Development are in this Arrested band. Arrested Development, <laughs> yes. That. And so no, I was the, like, uh, oh damn, yeah. cool, you know? I'm like, oh, little, yeah. little Charlie Bartlett. Uh, <laughs> and and it's and funny because it tur- he's it also the- in Star Trek. <laughs> Right, yeah, the, he's, the remakes, yeah, he's like, the movies, which I, I, I've never, I haven't seen a single one. They're okay, I, I mean, they're, like, they're the what, is, sadly one of the better things J.J. Abrams has ever done, but right, right, right. <laughs> well, then, and Anton Yelchin it's is definitely much, like, but he was a, he's an up and coming star that I definitely, I'm it's, 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 it's a by. shame his untimely tragic and freak accident end, man. Like, uh, right. we were talking really, a little bit last week that it's like he. He could have been the he would have been the Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet swooped in and, and took all his roles or something. Kinda, I don't right. know. Yeah, he's a no, little for older. Real he, w- he would have been like I think nowadays I'm like there's not that many like really good standout big quote unquote a list younger actors, but he was on his way, man. Like he was fucking like he was kind of in everything. He was in getting bigger roles. Well, he definitely he definitely would have been a twenty four like he had darling. So, he had, you know? Yeah, he dude, he had so much potential. It's so it's such a shame. But uh, and he was so he's so good in this too because it's like I loved every time I watch this movie like I feel like a lot of people kind of are like yeah it's solid it's fair like they make dumb decisions but they're whatever and like that but but it makes sense and uh, and I'm like no they're just regular people dealing against a fucking insurmountable odds like what would you do in this situation and it's like the band is so like they have so much diversity in their characters because it's like Pat. Oh, so Pat's good. such the so shy good. guy, but he's like got the heart, the the punk golden, the studded heart of gold <laughs> where yeah. he's like, he's shy and he's kind of like reserved, but he's also like, hey, let's play fucking Nazi punks fuck, <laughs> Nazi punks fuck off to this uh-huh, fucking Nazi yeah, crowd. The, yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, it's great because you can tell he's got uh, his sense of humor and he's kind of, he's kind of brave, but like still like embarrassed, you know? And mm-hmm. it, it's amazing, and then I love like. Well, he's Reese, scared, he's like, but he does it anyway, and that's what kind of yeah, made, that's right. his bravery. Bravery, you know what I mean? It's like he's the one who takes the voice of the room, because it's not like he's like the big one of reason necessarily. Because it's like they're this twenty-something punk band. It's like they're all yeah reckless and like you know what I mean. And right, so it's right, like right. he's they're like, like yeah, they're living out of van and. It's definitely one of those in like so many classic movies where it's like the hero is pushed into a position of being the hero. And it's like he's not even like the hero; he's just trying to fucking survive, uh, right, right. by any means. And and it's like the whole, like his whole survival amounts to him saying, you know, like they come around to saying that like you can't. <laughs> how are us a fucking goofy fucking not, like punk band gonna fight against these super organized, violent, trained Nazis? And the only way they get out of it is by going is like is like being irrational, being crazy, being unpredictable, like right. a punk band should be. And so <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> but I do. I yeah. I don't know. I could gush about it, this movie because I didn't know. Forever. I didn't know it was I, like. If you know anything about me and Jordan, I feel like if you don't like this movie that much, it probably comes down to like taste. It's like a pretty heavy thriller, and it's got like this edge to it. But me and Jordan, right. and it's it's love, kind of uncomfortable too. It's uncomfortable even outside of the violence. Like yeah, yeah like I, we, I totally get it. And it's uncomfortable because like there's a lot of like humanity in all the characters in a, in like the weirdest way. And, you know, well, you don't, and their deaths you don't are want to like very unceremonious. And, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Oh my god, that's like my favorite part, dude. <laughs> we've got to like 
that's what I like want to get into is how how it's like I don't know I keep saying grounded and realistic and I'm like those are the words that come to mind because it's like you fucking you die you you just die that's how it, like it's so dumb because it's like it's just how it works even though it's like, like movies you know all all movies can have different the, character arcs but it's like when someone dies in this movie I it hurts I'm like oh fuck we just got to know these guys and it's I'm really shocking because how sudden and, it is like like right. violent death well, tends to be it, it tends to be <laughs> and it's so cool because it's like it just shows you how organized and like intelligent the the bad guy is and my god i'm sick and tired of stupid bad guys like i just i hate when you have a villain and they have to monologue or a villain that has to like think or the with a villain like that's what's great in this movie they fucking shoot the dude in the head with a shotgun immediately because they have the option it's not like he, Mm -hmm. he doesn't come in and he doesn't talk to him and hold him hostage the dude just comes around the corner, blasts him, and then he gets hit with a machete and dies. It's like, yeah. you know, it's and like you nobody, think, nobody I love like that too because you think he's like, because there's yeah. the whole like, oh my even, god, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's not even a B yeah. plot necessarily, but there's the whole like defecting yeah. Nazi guy. And you and, think and he's you gonna out, come like, in? A whole, he's gonna like, he's gonna try to take down yeah. you know, Darcy too yeah. because he's got evidence against him and shit, and like they're gonna like they're gonna like try to get out of the gang and shit. And it's like, oh my god, it's yeah. so. cool. And you think he's the real protagonist in a regular movie? He's the guy that's like. Oh, I'm trying to get out with my girl. I'm trying to like, like, it's this tension. Like, and, he's such a good and character. And he's like the one that he'll get the revenge. You know, yeah. he's gonna he get comes the like, in, sweet justice. <laughs> he comes in and he's like, oh, okay, great, a capable adult that's on their side, an insider. And he's like, you yeah. forgot one thing. I know where the shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dome blown off. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> so it's like, good. yeah, and and it's it's sudden, but not not like not not for shock value necessarily. Like it it. It's shocking because it happens, but then like that person dies, and then they they're like, okay, we have to continue. Like you don't get a minute to breathe, and it's well, it's, it's not great. very like filmic where it's like, yeah, like it, yeah. it, it subverts your expectations because it's like no you one gets expect, like a clean, beautiful death. Yeah, you like, expect to have like this epic thing or someone dying in a big battle, and it's just like, no, he yeah. shows up. You think he's gonna fucking take charge and pat and Amber are like, <laughs> great, a grown up that like knows uh-huh, about everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because because you find it. That's what's so great is they end up going back to the green room because that's kind of like the only way they can process. It. And they, it's not even like safe like, oh, at we, that point. It's broke. Yeah. The doors broke open and everything. So it's just like right, right, right. But it's just like well, that's that's like our one area where we feel like I guess dogs won't get us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's all we right. know of this place. So at this point, uh, I know I I audibly gasped the first time I saw this, and it still always catches me off guard because it's like the scene prior when everything really ramps up to 11 and you know, there's the arm, the box cutting on the arm scene, which is super intense. And then them, um, you know, snapping big Justin's arm and everything. Uh, uh-huh. But right, right, right. when and they choking escape, him out to death and everything, yeah. the most capable character is Reese, right? The drummer who yeah. knows, he knows like fighting and he's like, let's fucking do it. I'm excited, man. Let's right. do it. And, and he, he's the most confident with the gun and everything. Like his he, character is established. He and finds a window. Be... They have a chance and he finds uh-huh. the window and he jumps out the window yep. and he's like, Oh shit. And those are his last words. And he gets stabbed to death. <laughs> Just gets stabbed to death, dude. And it like, Oh my God. It's so like, it's so deflating. You're just when like, that happened, everybody... I was like, Holy shit. Like it's yeah. the, he's, <laughs> he's, I don't know. He's the hero. He's the guy that's supposed to be like, he's the one who right. like at least takes out another guy, but he basically falls through a window. And is like, Oh fuck. Just get yeah. stabbed a bunch. And I'm like, and then he's just left bleeding to death, barely alive to be finished off by a dog. And it's just like, so brutal. Oh my God. But that's kind of so why I love brutal. this movie, man. Cause it's like, not only is the cinematography on point, this, the script is super fucking tight. 
it checks all my personal tastes of being like punk music and gratuitous violence, <laughs> like and like thrillers. And, and being, argue me and my like, favorite genre, but it it is it is like cinematically, it's kind of it's artsy and it like it does it's it's poetic. Like there, you know, like you could just have looks a good. solid. You could have just a solid punk soundtrack behind this whole movie, and I still feel like it would hold up, and it'd be it would be great, and it might it might have like a might have like a different it might have actually gained more popularity honestly, but I love that it like all the punk is like, and then it's just done. That's it, and then you cut well, to like slow. You cut to like you know those like beautiful. It's slow inherent shots of just in music. in the yeah. editing and in the cinematography because it is like, yeah, like uh, when the one of the first scenes when they're playing the music at Taz is just like, they, they put on that fear record. And it's just like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. four. And then it just cuts to the end of the record, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of got that flavor baked into it, into and the it, like I mean, artsy a 24. Like it's a little, and it's a little alienating though, too, because it's like fans like us who <laughs> like the music and like get the, get the, like the mythos of it is like right. when that happens, I almost like, it's almost kind of disappointing, but yeah, like, it's just so cool. I, I know, like I when they're so when like, they're playing at that Mexican restaurant, I'm just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I love it, I love it too because it's so it's so realistic to to these to these people and to like anybody who like like we we personally we've never like toured, you know, in a band, no. but like but we but we I want to talk to Landon like, some more because he's toured uh really? my brother in law is in this this uh this punk band called American Humor. Go check him out. Yeah, they're great. They're they everywhere, yeah. they have toured in a van to other states. Right. You know what I mean? It's not as like it's not green room necessarily, but <laughs> no, uh, right. They, but I want to I want to talk to him more about it and be like, so like, can you relate to these like weird like being in some weird sketchy fucking last well, and minute kind of like type just venues? Taking the gig, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just taking the gig like, you can, and it, like it's a great setup. It's like all you need is like they're just they're offered like a. A sum of money, and they're so poor. And, like they're just like I guess right. we're just siphoning gas, and so it's just like you know yeah. this is our trying us trying to stay true to our roots. And they they make a big point about being, or at least some of them, at least Tiger does, about being like this guy's pure. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. he's pure, and it's like his Desert Island band. Even when they fully confess to not being cool, everyone's like it's, <laughs> it's Prince just, and it's, yeah. si- it's Simon and Garfunkel or whatever she says. But he's like, yeah, no, it's still Misfits, and he's like, still, yeah, still, he's, he's he has the pure heart. The pure yeah. heart, the pure punk heart. You know? <laughs> the pure heart, yeah. I love it. It's so still good. this. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I know that's dude. That, uh, that's such a oh, that's so good. So, what's your desert island band? I know, right? I mean, of course, <laughs> that question is going to come up. We, I, so Victoria and I were like, we were discussing it, and it's like, I can't, I really can't like pick one. It's like so hard because it's like when like the true chips are down, when like when I'm you know I'm confronted in my green room, I still feel like I'm going to say Joy Division. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. There's so many bands yeah, out there. But then Joy Division, I like, see that for you, maybe. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But it's I. I'm also like, well, they only have like an album and a half, basically. That's like, the thing. They don't, you know. You know. <laughs> like they like they got like, you know, right. two albums essentially, and so not very much. Not a not a deep pool, but it's like that's music I listen to often and could listen to a lot. But then right now it's like I've got fucking you know couple bands that like i really just have to listen to all the time and it's like godspeed would be big but i don't know dude it's so hard what it what, what would be yours you do you even know no one no one truly i bet knows. well i mean we don't have gone to the head 
Uh, they're not my favorite band necessarily anymore, but they're up there. But they also have a very extensive discography. Is no fix, so <laughs> right. It's like uh, for okay. me, that's, like that's what's I, funny. I that's no, what's funny. Yeah, I I was obsessed with no effects in junior high and high, a little bit in high school, and so um, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I'm yeah. not as obsessed, obviously, anymore. Even though I am seeing them next weekend, I'm excited. But uh, I know that'll be fun. I'll see. I'll see you there. Buddy. I know that'll be good. But uh, I know I haven't seen your face in a while in person. But uh. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I always still wonder what Pat's is like. It's still like it shouldn't matter, but I know. <laughs> I'm like, well, do you know? That's what it's like. There's just the... enough fan service of like musical. If you like music, because it's like the throwing out names like oh, Poison Idea, and then it's like you got like Fear, yeah. and they do a Dead Kennedy song, and so it's just like it's just it's fun if you like that genre already. Uh, right. So that's just like an extra element. Well, do you know why what? I like this he, movie Jeremy... more. <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy Sonier said he there is there is an answer to his oh really to his band. See, I, I'm glad they don't say it in the movie it, though. You know, what me I mean? too. No, I'm I'm so happy. I kind of forgot that they perfect. did. You know, <laughs> yeah. and so yeah, the ending is so fucking good. Well, it works for his so, character because like he is yeah. kind of indecisive. He's not the he is I guess the protagonist, but he is kind of like having to be like, he's very reactionary. He's having to make these decisions. And earlier on, he can't say what his desert Island band is. He gets cut off during his big speech. And then when he gets a chance, everyone says their desert Island band again. Uh, and fucking even Amber is like, what does she say? She's like, she's a slayer or something. Yeah. She's like, she's like Backstreet Boys and Slayer or something. It's not Backstreet Boys, but it's not Backstreet Boys. What the hell was it? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Like some, yeah. Some other band of pink or something. But, uh, but even then he doesn't get a chance because he can't, he can't decide. And so it's like, it's great at the end when he's like, I finally know what my desert Island band is. And she's just like, tell to someone who gives a shit. Cause it's like, that's so small potatoes now, but it's good for him because it's like, he's finally like, ma- he's like made that, made these choices now. Like he's the one that's like, well, let's go to the compound instead of running away. The cops like, I have to go. I right. right, right. And Even that, if and he's that still right there, like, I don't know what only... we were going to do when we get there. <laughs> but Right. Honestly. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's kind of that, like, it's the it's the desperate curiosity and it's the fact that he, his friends he doesn't you know, know like, but exactly his friends he he doesn't know what's going there but he knows that he's drawn there because that's the most logical place for his friends to well, be. He's got the heart so, of a hero too. He's pure. He's right. a pure boy. I know. I know. Um, they all. Yeah. They're but all, he's they're like. The, yeah. They're if the there's good a chance, <laughs> I have to like see. But even then, he doesn't know because like, she, uh, Amber shoots the guy and he's like, "So we're doing that then?" And he's like, "Well, why else did we come?" Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's like one of my yeah. favorite parts too and she and he's like um i thought we just mess up their crime scene and she's like i thought we'd make a new one <laughs> yeah that's so sick dude but at that and that that takes me to patrick stewart his character being one of the like, strongest villains ever written yeah is that when the chips are down and he's alone he runs he runs away yeah and it's like he's you know he's a coward it, it is it's like and it is it's it almost like it almost humanizes him in in a way, and like it 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 just shows that like he isn't and that and that line, dude, gives me chills when fucking Pat like Anton Yelchin is like, "You were so scary in the dark." Yeah, he's like, "You were so scary <laughs> oh, at night." And like no. at night, at night, yeah, you were so scary at night, dude. It's so sick. It's great because <laughs> like he doesn't really say his just, only lines are like, you know, I, Pat's like. Uh, this is a nightmare. He's like for all of us. But then, yeah, it's like as yeah. soon as he's the last one, he just turns, walks away, hoping <laughs> that they're incompetent and can't get right. a shot on him, which they almost don't. 
know. Yeah. Uh, and then he shoots off his big dick gun that's just yeah. like doesn't do which is the gun from earlier too. But it goes right between them, so out of pure luck too, they just like kind of survive. Yeah. <laughs> which is right, right, which right. is great because it's like that's what feels real. It's like well, it feels at least to what he was saying about going full jackass and being unpredictable. Um, is just that it's just like that's kind of the whole driving force and the motif that it's just like these two opposite forces because it's like, which feels very realistic because it's like you can plan and plan and plan and plan, but sometimes shit chaos like they're just like new they're just right. like neutral chaotic good or whatever and so it's just like it just kind of disrupts everything and they end up kind of getting surviving kind of by pure chance but it's like their own actions of just making well snap decisions for better like, or and worse and and it's pure it's like pure humanity too like that that one the one like the one i love it like just the the new recruit you know fucking skinhead that just he's getting his red laces and like he gotta like he got his promotion you know but he's still like doing grunt work and shit and he's just like i don't want to go to jail like i just don't you know he like it's, he totally is like he's like i don't want like this violence i don't want to do any i more think of this. it's like, just funny like, this is the first time i watched this with subtitles which is surprising i've seen this probably like five or six times and this is the first time I watched this with subtitles, surprisingly. Same, and I, same, yeah. I always thought he said, I want to go to jail. I, oh. Like, he's just like, yeah, he's like, don't it. kill me. I want to go to jail. Like, let's, let's just mm. fucking end this. Uh, I mean, it works either way, but it always yeah. kind of, I, I really like his character, too, because he's just kind of like the guy who sort of instigates well, it, trying to have initiative. What? His name's something like Mac and Blair. Yeah, Mac and Blair. Blair. I fucking I really love he, him because he's the main character of Blue Ruin. I didn't. I've never seen Blue Ruin. Oh, he's, you he's in he's in Murder Party, which is my he's, which is yeah. probably well that was my first movie. Remember, I told you about Murder Party. We watched years Murder Party ago. back in the day, which is uh, I saw highly Party, recommend. And I recommended it, and it's amazing. It <laughs> no, is. Yeah, it's nothing like, like it, this, but but it but it kind of it kind of is. It's really tight. It the is characters tight. are really awkward. And then it's like, uh, the characters are like written really you know well. What? And it's comical. We and should watch violent. fucking let's watch Murder Party but for Horrortober. <laughs> yeah, yeah Horrortober for sure, dude. Yeah, because at Murder Party is one of my favorite movies. I like Murder Just Party. period. Like it's it's just such a sick film, and I highly recommend it to anybody. I've only seen it the once, so I want to watch it again. Oh, dude, it yeah, I've seen it quite a few times, and it's like, it it's it's sick. It's funny. Like, I I love I love the script, and you can really see like. You gotta Jeremy, see blue. You gotta yeah. see blue ruin then, because that's like I was I first to. taken. I didn't like fall head over heels with blue ruin, but I was like, oh, this is someone to keep an eye on, right. because it had that like. There's this knife fight scene early on that's just like messy. It's not like Hollywood yeah. clean cut. It feels like accidental and like more violent than you would think. Like like the characters <laughs> are even like, oh fuck, like this is there's way more blood than I was expecting. Um, yeah. And that's what's kind of I was taken by that, and that obviously is done tenfold in Green Room. It's just unfortunate that, and I hope uh, Jeremy Solnay doesn't become one of those filmmakers we keep talking about that like you think he's going to be the next big thing. He's huge, and then he's kind of disappeared because his last yeah. movie, uh, Hold the Dark, was I, not I didn't very. See it, it was. It was. I mean, it was okay, but it was pretty yeah. weak compared to his other movies. And but it did not do well critically, and he has. I love Jeffrey Wright though, so I. I Me too. Yeah, and he's awesome Uh, in it, but he has not done anything since. Well, he doesn't done a film since. He was like a huge. He was a huge part of True Detective season three, which I thought was great. But 
I'm like, I want him to do another right. movie, and yeah. I don't know if there's anything on his radar. So, fingers crossed, because I don't want him to be like one of those directors that's just like, yeah, and they make him do the next fucking a Marvel movie or something. <laughs> they won't. No, yes, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't I, even have enough cred for that, unfortunately, except for, for cool A24 cinephile well, fuck I mean, that's, nerds. Well, not that if he gets more A24 money behind him and he can do like a, you know, I think he would. I mean, like, uh, Green Room is constantly brought up on the horror subreddit. Uh, it comes up all the time when people are like, I need yeah. like a realistic, like thrilling, like blah, blah, blah. Like it comes up on there all the time because it rules. And it's great that it crosses those boundaries because it's like, I would have never really considered a horror movie, but it, it, like it is horrific and it has I, all the, yeah. it's a horror movie like Terminator's like a slasher movie, but like this movie is more <laughs> right. so obviously. It's not like I'm not, it's not like a leap necessarily. Um, but yeah, anyway, well, do you want to, I got a, I got a couple of reddits. Yeah. If you want to read some reddits and then I got a, I can give you You a money minute. Cause I am curious about, I know it's probably not much, but I'm curious, but anyway, let's see, see what reddits we got. So, uh, another opponent says this movie is a perfect example of people making dumb decisions under stress without it feeling like it was a bunch of contrivances to move the plot forward. It's also very rare to see a punk group be the main character and not having them be low-level thugs or bad guys from 80s movies. Uh, I love it, dude. I really, when I, I read that uh, comment earlier, and, like, I fucking, I mean, it's great. Nailed, nailed it right on the fucking head. And I'm also like, what? I can't think of, like, I can think of a couple punk movies that have, you know, positive punk characters. But it is true. It's like there aren't that They're always, like, side characters, that... or I always think about, right. like, for some reason, I always think about that '80s show, which is awful. But there's the punk girl who's Do like, they "Have a punk kid." That? Yeah, funny. she's the punk girl, and she's I, got Liberty Spikes, and they like, they're like, "Oh, you're just angsty." And she's like, "You're right." And then her character arc is she becomes a regular girl at the end, and it's oh, awful. Lame. <laughs> I know she's like puts her hair down for once, and it's in Liberty Spikes the whole time, and dresses like in a fucking little house on the prairie dress or something. And uh, I so I always think about that, like that's punk representation, and that. Kind of though. That's I always I always think of that like I always think of that that old ad from the eighties where it's got like the punk kid at the dinner table and yeah. like <laughs> you know are you like are you talking to your son about punk or something like that whatever. I got I forget what it Ronald, says, but Ronald, it's just like Ronald Reagan bullshit. It's literally <laughs> yeah, definitely like I just wanted a Pepsi. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know, totally. Yeah, just one like, Pepsi. Totally that just like yeah, like and she oh, wouldn't yeah. give it to me. Uh, anyway, so yeah, thank thank you for commenting for once. Another opponent, I like that. It's very good. You won't listen to this. <laughs> hey, don't. So. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but we love him. We'll see. Uh, so Clones of People 2 says, first watch of this, it was not on my radar, and to be honest, I probably would have not have, wa- not have watched it. I enjoyed this. It was very tense and kept me interested throughout. It felt like it was very a very well-made indie. Patrick Stewart was a nice surprise, but I wish he had more a more involved part. Too much of him just acting through a door, like you, you mentioned earlier, and, though. And <laughs> I... So... I uh, I know what you mean, dude. I ex- I agree. Where it's like I want his performance because I I liked him on screen, but I think he's that not that the focus. I think it was so good well. to not because it's yeah. tight. Like you could have had more of him, but, right. but I, uh, it I, left I, me I wanting it. more in a good way. To where well, I'm like, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. It's like it was kind of like it was almost frustrating because I was I was having like I felt disconnected. I was frustrated like with the band in the room. I was like stop like talking me through the door and it's like they're in such a weird 
hostage situation. And I like, I love that line when he's like, can you give me a registered firearm? Like, it's just, I know it's great how, like, it's great how Pat's got, like, he's got brevity and he like, he's trying to be like kind of light, but in this situation where like everyone knows they're like fucked, like you, no matter what, even if you don't think you're getting, you're going to get straight up just murdered because that's, that doesn't really always hit somebody's mind. But like the fact that you're like, this is a, this is a shitty situation. This is like, like, what, what rationally can I do? Cause it's like, these are insurmountable odds. I can't physically go up against this. Uh, Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? And so, yeah. And all the leverage they have is like, it's minuscule, but like they're safe in the room. It's, uh, it's, it's great. And I, I do agree though. I wish we had more Patrick Stewart because he, I, I don't think it's a detriment, but I think it would. I mean, like, I would totally take it because I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, he, yeah. uh, he goes on to say, I like that the gore was not gratuitous, but just shocking enough that it worked for a story rather than for a more gruesome death scene. Uh, overall, this was a very good genre piece and a cut above the others like this I've seen. A solid 7 out of 10. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, yeah thank I'm you. glad you watched it, even though it's not your wheelhouse. So, Because um, I think that's the thing. It's like, another opponent said that like stupid decisions and like everyone could agree yeah. it's well made. And so there's just like all these other like things. I think at the end of the day, it's like, I like this movie so much because <laughs> yeah. of personal taste. And I think it's extremely well right. made. So that's just like amplified more, but it's just like, it checks so many of my personal boxes. So, and I, I feel like I'm like, Oh, we, we used to do a lot more of the, if you like this, watch this. But I'm oh, like, yeah, if you like, know. I think I think it's kind of the inverse. If you like Seven, you should you should really watch this. This if does you, feel like that. He does feel like, that, yeah, like, Jeremy Sunday feels like he really loves David Fincher because it's got like that right. like very stylized look, like very precise camera work. But it's but it's indie Fincher, which is it nice. Is, I kind of I kind of appreciate that. Fincher's Fincher is amazing, but his shit is like you know how clean it is. Well, and, and Fincher is pretty punk rock so, too. Let's be honest. Sure, uh, no, I and agree, like the way he does but, it, but he is he's he's a but, he's Hollywood punk rock. Where Sonny right, is like he's yeah. he's the he is, back back he just room is fucking. just messy. Like his movies, like his movies will probably never be over twenty million. Like I I guarantee you because this film was five million to shoot, and I you know God, I that's nothing. I doubt Blue Ruin was probably half that, or if you know maybe five million as well. And then I guarantee you, Hold the Dark was under twenty. If yeah, not, if Hold not the even. Dark was might, a bit, but it, it was it was yeah, it's probably like ten well, or fifteen, probably. Like but that's the thing, exactly. A, it's a Netflix movie, so it's really hard to get the actual budget because Netflix is a little little b word. But it's also not like that big of a movie when it comes to like it's a fucking wilderness movie. So it's like not like it's not like you need a I lot. Should wa- I you should know, watch it again. We should we should watch Hold yeah. the Dark because it's like I'd like yeah. to give it another shot because it was underwhelming coming from Green Room, but right. I but. still thought it had a lot of good stuff in it. It was just kind of messy, yeah. and I honestly think it's because he adapted it from a book instead of it being an original screenplay. But I think I that yeah, that's, I that's think that was too. his problem. So let's see. Uh, anyway, I got one more. Anyway, one more Reddit I want. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Turbo 13 says, very surprised. I didn't even look to see what this movie was about. I thought it was going to be a grungy documentary about a punk band like usual. Long story short, it wasn't. Ha ha. Uh, badass movie, everything about it. The first scenes were shot so artistically. The pacing was perfect. The violence was very well crafted and original and not over the top. I haven't seen a thriller horror like this since maybe The Strangers. Best thriller ever. 
I thought Amber, see, thriller, not horror. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I know. It's I it. agree. I it's agree. Like, Strangers, Strangers is horror, is, horror. It is, but it's it, grounded in a way. Anyway. Right, 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 right. That's right. We could get into the thriller horror I know, debate. I know. I mean, the whole, is, yeah, that's, it's a debacle more than a debate, man. I don't even it's know. It's because people you, are scared of horror, can't. but it, it's a debacle. Absolutely. Well, and you don't want to call uh, it a horror because it won't get nominated for shit. So that's, 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 that's the whole why. thing. It's like, it, yeah. does it have a stigma against it? I guess it's horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it prestigious? Then it's thriller. It's that's elevated horrors thriller anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought Amber was gonna turn on the band even until the very end, which had me more on my toes. Glad she didn't though, because her and Pat are definitely gonna scrump. Haha. Solid four seven <laughs> out of ten. Uh, thanks. Nice. And, and, and I, I and I, did you hear? Did you see my comment afterwards? No, I like. I, didn't I totally. Read it. I, I saw. It I read. I, I commented back, and I was like, I was like, man, I my my head is that they do connect on this, and then they they end up an old married couple that like like has to think back on that time where they're like, hey, remember that trauma we experienced together? Where we had to kill a <laughs> right. bunch of white supremacists. Like, you know, remember when? Remember when you gutted that guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That but was like cute. Old, like that's what I like. I love the yeah, other like old, just like tatted old punks with like you know maybe f- like he's got like faded blonde hair and like she just has like her hair natural hair grown out and like. They're just chilling. They're old punks. They're old heads, and they're. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I remember that time we murdered those guys and got away with it. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's something about, I don't know. Like, I really love, like, their chemistry is really good because it's like, he's yeah. the only like, no one trusts her. He's the only one that sees her as like a human being. He's literally like, hey, sure, I'm really yeah. sorry about your friend. When he himself is all fucked up, and when yeah. they and she's the only one that's like finish giving me your pep talk and he does and that's kind of what saves <laughs> yeah. them because it's like that's the punk ideology too is just like being they're just like youth you know what i mean they're being unpredictable crazy they they shave his head and fucking draw yeah. a sharpie all over their face and he's like it, it's funny because it's so dumb but it's also so epic when they're like who's down there and he's like it's odin himself and he like yeah. jumps down the hole and it's yeah. super epic but you're like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that, and the counting, the counting se- sequences, dope. Like that's really good editing. And yeah, that's just good filmmaking, man. When they count the shotgun shells, it's like yeah. fucking great, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's really, and it's so it's realistic really when he's trying to load the shotgun. He doesn't get the he doesn't get the shot off. It's like it's so good. It's so it's well, crafted and she so well, shoots and it's, at it's the it's other fun. guy, and Pat would have yeah. came out, and but like since the yeah, bullets are flying, but it stopped he... him. Right, that's so realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because right, it's, right, it's it's messy. Like, it's they're chaotic. they're not coordinated. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's messy, and that's what feels it feels raw, which. I think that would be the word to describe this movie. Like, cause that's the thing. It's like, it's raw, but it's calculated because it's the script right. is so tight. The cinematography is so tight. The editing is so tight. But what it's trying to convey is raw as fuck. Like with the punk band, with their like only analog style, being live, why, being in the moment, their motivations and like, how shit happens. Horror, horror can get away with more mistakes. And that's why I wouldn't call this like true horror, but it uh, it's still. I mean, I still feel like I, it's funny. It's like I love, I love horror. That's that's been established by you and myself here on this podcast. And I love gore, but this like it just it sits with me, dude. That's all I can like. I can't get over the fact that the, how how you it sits, you that see arm his arm sits with me so deeply. You see it yeah. for all of like I've. Oh, maybe yeah, a like second maybe 30 or not even 30 like when he's getting it wrapped up you see it longer but not even it's like yeah you're barely but, seeing his arm but 
when he brings it back and it's just hanging the wrist dude. It, dude, <laughs> it's like the bone like, you felt, see the bone hanging out of the wrist and you're just like they were Ooh. on like rotten.com dude i just feel like it just feels like those like real photos like people getting hit by trains um, and shit. i'm like this is brutal dude while but i you pull wanna, up listen to, i'm gonna pull yeah. up travis's voicemail but while i do that what but, was your favorite part Oh, God, that's hard. I, let me we wrap up money minute real quick just to say. Oh, yeah. How much did it make? You said five mil. No, it, it made 3.7 million back. Uh, that's too bad. It's kind <laughs> which, of a cult classic, though. That's the th- I feel like a oh, lot of totally. people talk about it online. I have a green room shirt. It being in the A24 catalog really helps because yeah. A24 is its own, like, you know, like criterion. It, it has its own built-in like cult following they already. do they have their own so, fan base and they keep right, crushing right. it and so right and that's what I'm, I'm i'm really happy like everything i've seen by them i've thoroughly enjoyed so i'm excited to you know continue the i'm i'm on the a24 bandwagon um i don't know if we like were there before it really got popular but i feel like we were i feel like we were we there, were like, there. I, I, was, I think we were there when like the witch came out like you know i'm wearing a witch you, shirt shirt I know, but I see it. It's, I represent, dude. It's like, um, that's like kind of when like A24 to me really got on my radar. And so. God, now I'm going to have to look up yeah. there to figure out what the first A24 movie that really stood out to me. I know. I, the Witch is the one that I can think of right now because I remember that's seeing The, the Witch. One. Spring and Breakers. Thinking, and Spring Breakers was up there. But The Witch, I thought, it's because the first time I saw Witch, I was underwhelmed. And then I saw it again, and it like Same. it was one of those like it was like one of those where I'm like I truly I fully watched it. I think the go first listen time I to it, I our like, Horrortober like, wow, episodes because we talk yeah. about the witch a little we bit. Talk about the witch, yeah. That was my first impression oh. too. I was like, I liked that, but also like, huh? I, what? Well, I just thought I thought. But like, every I'm time like, I watch like, it, since eh. I'm like, yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah, the second time I watched it, I actually like fully and to in full disclosure, I didn't quite see the ending. So I didn't quite That's the get best that part. impact. I didn't get the impact of it. So it like totally was like, I can't remember if I was like distracted or just wasn't paying attention. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. But then the second time I actually like watched it, I wasn't, I wasn't a dumb idiot and I watched it. Um, sorry, you did this but to me. Now I, I got to go back. Cause uh, I think, yeah, that's uh, under the, under the skin yeah. was also oh, under the skin, which I, I feel know, like man. is I'm under trying it. to think like when I got room. Yeah, because Room, The Witch, and Green oh, Room, Room all came out Room in, like, 2015. Um, yeah, that... Oh, dude, Ex Machina was right before that. Was that? Yeah. And that was a big one. I remember. Oh, dude, The Rover? Really... Forget about it. Under the Skin, that's probably the first big one for me. For that's you, pretty... and The Witch is probably mine that I that I, rem- that I remember being, like, their, 824. Their first big hit was Spring Breakers. But... And then, yeah, literally a few after that was Under the Skin. Which is which is funny, because I like liked Spring Tusk. Breakers, and I saw it, but I, Tusk is an 824 movie? I didn't remember. Yeah, I'm surprised that's All not right. like Miramax because you know of how I, uh, I know Kevin you would to... think. Yeah, you'd think. Kevin okay, Smith sorry, I'm going back to that. We went on a little tangent though. So here's, <laughs> I know, yeah, a little. Here's a 24 uh, rabbit hole there. Here's Travis's voicemail. See what you got. Hey guys, before I begin, I want to say I've wanted to watch this since it came out, but never got around to seeing it. That's becoming a common occurrence with the podcast: the chance to see movies that otherwise would slip by. A quick funny story: back in the beginning of 2021. I was talking with Jordan about what movie you guys were going to be next. He told me The Green Knight. I was super stoked because I thought that was Green Room. And now two and a half years later, it finally happened. I enjoyed both movies, by the way. For me, Green Room has two parts. The amazing buildup to them getting in the room and their brainstorming of possible solutions. Then the part when they forfeit their gun to the end of the movie felt much different to me. It seemed like a collection of implausible events, one after the other, 
mixed with some brutal dog attacks. I mean, the first part was so tense and nerve-wracking that I felt let down by how things ended up playing out. Even the surviving girl was one of the bad guys up until her friend was killed, and the guy who ended up calling the police was no good either. It seemed that the only meanness in the movie came from the dogs and the guy who killed the girl. Everyone else seemed level-headed. I don't know what my favorite part was, but I really liked the scene in the Mexican restaurant. That song was pretty cool, too. (laughs) I got two questions for you guys. First, how different would this movie be if they cast an elderly American actor like Ed Harris, Tommy Lee Jones, or anyone for that matter? And my second question is, what would your Desert Island band be? Thanks. Nice. Thanks, Travis. I know, right? The, that's, the Desert Island Band is totally like the question that comes into play. I love it. That's what but, makes them so scary, though, I, Travis, is their yes. level-headedness, man. Um, I get what you're saying, though. There is definitely a shift after they turn in the gun and everything goes super south with that hurt, the like right. first real shocking violence. Well, um, and and Sonia, Sonia, he actually wanted like this interview I listened to. He uh, he wanted to kind of like avoid. <laughs> leaning in to like the political of the of the characters and just kind of essentially humanizing and grounding just everybody like you know and just just making them they're like they're they're trying to protect an asset less hey. than like be there be their <clears throat> art be there like be their fucking just well, they're, archetype, they're yeah they're, they're not stereotype. quote unquote like okay. i'm a villain like they definitely they keep right. talking about like, oh, we got to get back on a routine. We got workshops. We got. I even uh-huh. said to Mary, I know. my wife, while right. watching this, I said, "Man, this would be a great place to live if I was a piece of shit Nazi." You know what I, I mean? Know, right, right, exactly. Honestly, well, like, no, that's, that's, that's the, the whole, whole thing. thing. That, yeah, and that's what that's what he like. He did such a good job. At, like, kind of. That's why I I feel like maybe I can't speak for you, Travis, but for me personally, and what I'm what I'm hearing from you is. You're like you're kind of like I don't want to sympathize with these white these yeah. white supremacists. I don't want to sympathize. But they're with definitely them. humanized. And, I am. and yeah, especially right. and even Macon Blair, he is arguably the one to right. blame because he's the one who got the gun in the first place and like set things off. Yeah, trapped them in there, and but he's the one at the end that's just like this is out of hand, they, man. I can't. Yeah, like right, right, right. He's like, which which feels up. like a real response and like. Is just a stroke of luck for the others, you know what I mean? Even though yeah. they would have just blown them away, probably and that, at that point, because they that's finally where, got exactly. the brand. But I was gonna say, yeah, that's the only part for me personally. I I think it's like Travis, you're just kind of upset because, or you know, I can see you being upset because the fucking it just kind of becomes a movie, you know? <laughs> like it, it definitely is like so more much smarter, thriller. Like shit happens, they go out, they get murdered. That, Once that the part stakes kind of bothers get me a little to bit. that point. Is that they let him live? I I agree, but I think it's like it makes sense because he was the most cooperative, and he wasn't he wasn't as violent. He clearly is involved and instigates a lot of violence, but he totally like he's kind of just you know a middle management, <laughs> just kind of making things work. You know, he was trying to be like calm, and then he like what? had a call in his. What other like, actor like he said? But what other actor like an I American know- actor? I don't know. I mean, like, it's funny because, like, Clint Eastwood or, like, even I could see. But, I could but see then they just Lee show Jones. up at Clint Eastwood's house and then be like, <laughs> I know. like yeah, I would, yeah. this is just how yeah, he is. <laughs> he's got work. He's got workshops going. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard. I can't. I really, I really can't picture anyone else but Patrick Stewart because he, to me, I don't, it's, dude, it's weird. It's like on this viewing, I, I was like so smitten. I was just so like, 
it's blown great. away. I would like a like a good he is. Willem Dafoe or something, just because I love him and he's older. <sighs> but, but I love him, but I don't know. I feel it wouldn't like be would it wouldn't bring... be the same. It, it would be too distracting, yeah, honestly, because it, it's like almost yeah. He would like he's he would bring too much of like if kind I was of a creepiness. To yeah, him, like, like he would exactly like it's like and, that's that's what the thing about the Darcy character is like. He's I can he's feel that he's human. a father figure. <laughs> To yeah, these to right, these men, like right, they look totally. up to him, you know what I mean, yeah. as opposed to like, oh, he's just like a scary Nazi boss. Like they're like, oh no, he is scary, and you should do what I, he says. But there's it, like this level me, of respect for him that makes him all the more intimidating. I mean, who he is is he's he's like Breaking Bad. He's basically just like Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah, that that's in, in, who that's, that's who it could have been. That's Brian who I, Cranston, yeah. right. Brian Cranston's kind of what comes to mind is where you need that unsuspecting character that you know you like. Having somebody who you would is see him gruff, at the grocery store and looks old and just be yeah. like, he would be very respectful and polite, right? And you would you never, would never be know. like, this guy is the fucking leader this guy, of this neo-Nazi organization. He grows, yeah, he grows heroin in, in his basement and, <laughs> yeah. and, and and corrupts the youth. He's got <laughs> like, a fucking whole that. thing. Well, like all the characters, even Clark, yeah. the bookkeeper who raises the dogs. Like, I know, I'm I like, love him. what kind of guy <laughs> yeah. is just like they're literally like. Uh, he's like, I need, you know, I need $900 or however much. He's like, you just checked out 350 He's like, yeah, well, someone's dead. And he's like, well, someone has to keep the fucking books still, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah, I love how, like, I love just, how organized they are. That's, and then, and then like, his, I love how he, like, he truly is, like, the dogs are his livelihood. And he's like, he, like, runs. It's like how, it just, I love it, how despicable these people are. But yet, like, they, it's all, like, relatable problems. And so I, Again, it comes back to yeah. realistic. And, uh, right, I have right, to mention right. before I forget, uh, if you liked this, watch this. Please do yourself a favor. Go watch I Don't Feel at Home at This World Anymore, the Netflix movie with Elijah Wood. That was directed by Macon Blair, the one Nazi who gives oh, up. Oh, oh, he did? Oh, that's and, cool. They're, they're friend, Jeremy, Jeremy Sonier and yeah. that Macon Blair are best friends. They've this, been friends forever. This, that movie feels, I've watched it twice now. First time I watched it, I really liked it and I rewatched it. That's the Jeremy Sonier movie we never got. It's, I think Macon Blair does almost just, it's like more comedic, but it's also got the, it's got the quick gratuitous violence. Like he uses it just as effectively. Please watch that movie. I feel like it's super underrated. Uh, check it out. But if you enjoyed this at all, watch that one for sure. So, and then you heard our Desert Island band. So there it is. Anyway, we could, we could sit and gush about Green Room because it's I like, know, yeah. but, but this is another one of those movies that it's like, if you're not the biggest fan, I get it. You know what I mean? This is not like sure. this is not like a, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit or There Will Be Blood or something where it's it's like this movie's a masterpiece and if you don't think so then you're wrong, fuck you. Like this movie I think is kind of perfect and checks a lot of boxes. Like I have very I have like no any problem I have with it is ne- totally negligible. So, it's like but that's a lot of it does come down to what I like. It's tight, it's clean. Yeah. It's yeah, well it's made, it's sure. well shot, well acted. Fucking prosthetics are great, you know. <clears throat> the theme and the soundtrack, and like it's all fucking. It's funny when it wants to be, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. So, oh, hey, look at this. So go. we're we're talking about Macon Blair, and that mother flipper is going to be an Oppenheimer, oh. which will be one of our bonus episodes. Yeah, check that, that out. We're going to do Patreon. that in a week or two. Uh, if you want, so. join the Patreon. I feel like he was doing. Uh, you have it open though. What's his next movie? Because I, mean, I remember it's like a franchise. It's like fucking Swamp Thing or something. The Toxic Avenger. Toxic oh, Avenger. Shit. He's That's right. be in the Toxic Avenger. No, he's directing. Oh, cool. He's directing the Toxic Avenger. 
Oh, he's going to direct it? Yeah, okay. that's oh. what it was. Yeah, he's doing the hell Toxic Avenger yeah, remake. dude. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm on. Dude, that, I'm so on board, baby. That, yeah. <laughs> I, he, like, I already liked him, and now it's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm yeah. into it, so I'm looking forward to that. So. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I got anything else to say? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, love, I think that's I the it. gist of it. Uh, thank you to everyone who commented. Uh, thanks to everyone on the Reddit. Thank you, Travis. Thanks to all of our lovely Patreons. Again, you guys can go listen to, we just put up, I just put up the bonus episode on Asteroid City. So if you're a Patreon, go check that out. Uh, and then we're going to do Oppenheimer in a week or two. Once I, I gotta watch, I, I gotta yeah, watch once, it late. I'm once mad. It, once it hits theaters, baby. I'm going to be seeing you like right when it comes out, but I'm like on vacation. I can't ditch my wife to we'll go see, see Oppenheimer. Gonna, we'll record on the first. I asked so her, I was like, can... hey, while we're in Washington, do you want to, now that we're flying, do you want to go see Oppenheimer? That we got extra time? And she's like, I'll kill you. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah, on my vacation, you don't get no she's movies. Like, we're not going to go watch a movie while we're <laughs> literally, all right. Anyway, so thanks. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah. Check our stuff. Comment it. on stuff. Oh, yeah. Next week. It hasn't officially oh. won yet. Uh, but the next, like, 24-hour movie we're going to do hasn't officially won, but it may, it may as well have, uh, is going to be Reservoir Dogs. So that's obviously another fucking classic. So buckle up. Go watch Reservoir Dogs. And report back next week. Go on to the Reddit. Let's tell us what you think. Give us your thoughts and opinions. I'm going to make a post about it, obviously. And then... Uh, yeah. Reservoir, do- Reservoir we'll Dogs. See you next week. <laughs> hey, I know I'm you listener out there in the world. It's been a while since you've seen Reservoir Dogs. You probably barely remember it. Go watch it. And then come comment. Yeah, go, go sit in a chair and get covered in gasoline. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's how I plan to watch it, get fully immersed. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have one ear next time we record. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good night, y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>